$2,500 or an estimated 1,90,000 rupees. That is how much an average person in the United States of America who is without insurance has to pay for an ambulance. And this is just the cost of getting to the hospital. Hello everyone, my name is Ali Sadiq. I'm your host. This is the Anything and Everything show and you're listening to episode number two. Today we are going to talk about the healthcare systems of the world. Specifically, we're going to talk about the healthcare systems of the United States of America, the United Kingdom and India. I'm going to draw parallels between all these systems. If you have ever wondered whether there was a list that ranks countries according to their healthcare systems, rather the quality of their healthcare systems, you would be correct. Countries like Singapore, Japan, Denmark and Netherlands are on the top of this list. There are several criterias on which this list is made. The criterias are upfront cost of healthcare, the expenditure of the country on the healthcare, the status of the population health, the quality of the healthcare, and the availability of the healthcare, among others. Now, first of all, let's talk about the United States healthcare system. The US healthcare system is one of the most complex healthcare systems in the whole world. Medical bills in the United States of America can bankrupt a full family if one of the family members falls sick. Conservative estimates are that 650,000 American people go bankrupt every year due to medical bills. Now, way back in 2009, Obama said that medical bills cause a bankruptcy every 30 seconds in the United States of America. And these figures date back 11 years. United States of America, such a developed and rich country, is not doing a good enough job of protecting its citizens. Let's understand this through an example. Recently, a video of a woman in Boston went viral in which her leg had caught in the doors of a train and she was heard shouting not to call an ambulance. Bystanders were shocked and when one of the bystanders asked her why they shouldn't call an ambulance, she exclaimed, do you know how much an ambulance costs? And yes, I already mentioned this, an ambulance in the United States of America, no matter what the injury or the state of the patient, costs $2,500 or an estimated 1,90,000 rupees if you are not insured. That is an outrageous amount just to get a person to a hospital where the person would receive the medical attention that the person requires. Now there is also one other thing. The United States of America is the only industrialized or developed nation in the whole world without a universal healthcare coverage. Okay, so why doesn't the United States of America have a universal healthcare coverage, you may ask. Don't they spend enough on the healthcare of their country? And this is a legitimate question that should come to your mind right now. You would be correct in asking this question. But what you would not be correct in is assuming that they don't spend enough. The United States spends an estimated 17.9% of their GDP or $3.3 trillion on their healthcare system. And these figures are from 2016. This means that the United States of America spends an estimated $11,000 per person of their population on healthcare. So this should raise another question in your mind is that if they spend so much money on their healthcare system, what type of healthcare system do they have? And the answer is the United States healthcare system relies heavily on insurance and administration. And that is where the medical costs of the United States reach sky high levels. 
the United States employs a hybrid version of providing insurance to its citizens. There is the employer's insurance, where the employer provides its employees the insurance from private insurance companies. And then there's the government insurance, which provides insurance to the general population. Approximately 156 million Americans are dependent on their employers for the insurance and approximately 120 million people rely on the government for the insurance. The government calls this insurance Medicare. Now, even after this, the type of insurance that a person has really matters. I will convey this through an example. Suppose you go to a hospital in the United States of America with a broken foot. And also suppose you were taken to the hospital in an ambulance. Now, when you reach the hospital, the doctors will assess you and they will probably give you an X-ray. And when they come back with the X-ray, so they tell you that a bone in your foot is broken and it's going to need surgery. Now you have insurance, but that insurance only covers the ambulance and the test. It does not cover the surgery. So what will the doctor do? The doctor will come to you and tell you, we gave you an X-ray and we found out that you have a broken bone in your foot. But as you do not have insurance that covers the surgery, which is needed to fix this bone, I photoshopped the X-ray for you and that is it. You're treated. Go home. So this is the condition of people with insurance. Now, intense politics involving drug costs, administration costs and insurance companies is what makes healthcare so expensive in the United States of America. It is estimated that each year $65 billion are spent by the pharmaceutical companies to lobby US senators into passing their bills and passing regulation that benefit the pharmaceutical companies. This lobbying is not only extended towards the government, it also involves doctors and general practitioners in the United States of America. The doctors and general practitioners are forced to push drugs and treatments that the patient sometimes even doesn't require but should pay for to earn the pharmaceutical companies more and more money. Now, in the United States of America, you, if you do go to a hospital without insurance, they have taken a Hippocratic oath, the doctors present in that hospital. So they can't turn you away. They will give you the attention that you need. They will treat you in the way you need. But you'll probably leave with the bill from that hospital that will bankrupt you and you cannot afford. It was estimated that once a person went to a hospital in the United States of America with a scratch on his head, he left with an ice bag and a bandage, but his bill was a whopping $5,751 or 4,35,000 rupees estimated. So this proves that the healthcare system in the United States of America is broken and it needs fixing because normal people cannot afford bills like these. Now for people who do have insurance in the United States of America, it was estimated by an agency that people with the best of insurance also have difficulties in paying their medical bills. And this is simply because of the unregulated price issue of the hospitals. The hospitals in the United States of America can charge as much as $8 for a tissue which is approximately 600 rupees, $53 for a pair of rubber gloves, which is approximately 4,000 rupees, $10 for a plastic cup in which they bring you your tablets or your medicines, which is approximately 750 rupees, and the best of all, 
$23 for a 1 inch by 2 inch alcohol swab which is approximately 1800 rupees and the prices that I just mentioned are prices for each unit and a person with a serious illness can use a lot of these equipments so this is what drives up the medical bills of the people in the United States of America. This is called the charge master system of the hospitals and this concurs perfectly with the example that I mentioned earlier of a man going in with a scratch on his head and coming out with an almost $6,000 or 4.5 lakh rupee bill. Now to be fair, President Obama did try to change this through his Obamacare Act or the Affordable Healthcare Act of the United States of America which brought insurance to a lot of people who didn't have insurance before. But even Obamacare is heavily underfunded and now Donald Trump aims to replace Obamacare or should I say eradicate Obamacare with no proposed alternative plan. So this shows us the dire state of the healthcare system in the United States of America and how many changes it needs. We should keep in mind that we are talking about the number one economy of the world and the richest country in the world. Now in stark contrast to this is the healthcare system of the United Kingdom or what they call it National Health Service. The National Health Service or the NHS offers medical treatments to everybody for free and totally free. You don't have to pay a penny for your medical treatments. And not only this, it is not only for the residents and the citizens of the United Kingdom. The National Health Service also has a prescribed list of medical treatments that they offer to illegal immigrants and visitors to the United Kingdom. So you must be wondering how the United Kingdom affords such a National Health Service. And it is simply because of taxes. They charge approximately 20% sales tax and income tax rates in the United Kingdom can go up to 50%. But after the payment of taxes, it is totally free. Now, services like dentistry may charge sometimes a fee of approximately 7 pounds or 700 rupees for a dentist treatment. But if you are under 16 years old, it is free. If you are 16 to 18 years old and in school, it is free. If you are over 65 years old, it is free. Or if you are poor or you are pregnant, it is still free. And you guessed it, having a baby in the United Kingdom is also free. So all of the general practitioners working in the United Kingdom work for the government. They are employed by the government, their salaries are paid by the government. The NHS is one of the biggest employers in the United Kingdom with approximately 1.7 million people on its payroll. Even medical treatments that require residential care like cancer patients etc. are also free in the United Kingdom for people earning less than £23,250 or approximately 24 lakh rupees a year. Now in stark contrast to the United States of America, the United Kingdom only spends about 9.5% of its GDP on healthcare or approximately 152 billion pounds. So the United Kingdom has a physician per thousand ratio of 2.8 whereas the United States has a physician per thousand ratio of only 2.5. Now it is not all good in the NHS. It was reported by the Guardian that in some cases the hospitals that come under NHS are understaffed, there is less technology available and some drugs are not available. But the UK government calls these compromises. If you want to have free healthcare for each and every 
person living in the United Kingdom among others you have to make some compromises. Now the NHS was started back in 1948 and the Guardian reports that the NHS is the closest thing that the British have to a religion. The NHS has been touted to be the most efficient healthcare system in the world and this has been touted as universal healthcare free at point of use and some people go their full lives without paying a single pound in medical bills. Now in a sort of contrast to both these systems is the healthcare system in India. First of all there is no free healthcare system in India and the healthcare system that exists in India is of extremely poor quality for the general population. The concept of medical insurance has not been adopted in the country India at all. It is estimated that only 3% of the population of India are medically insured. Now private hospitals in India can be very good at a relatively affordable cost but the purchasing power of people in India is very low. A normal worker earning approximately 50 to 100 dollars a month cannot afford these hospitals and the hospitals that are available to them are of extremely poor quality. Now the healthcare system in India can be explained through the example of a single group of hospitals. The name of this group of hospitals is Narayana Health. It was started back in 2000 in Bangalore with 42 doctors. Now, in today's day and age, it has over 1850 doctors and has over 32 hospitals. 12% of all heart surgeries in India are done here. The founder of this hospital is Dr. Devi Shetty. So what is the ultimate selling point of these hospitals is that they offer major surgery, major procedures at a very affordable cost. Major heart surgeries in these hospitals cost anywhere between 1300 and 1400 US dollars and the aim of the founder is to bring this cost down to 800 US dollars. The same surgery in the United United States of America would cost you upwards of $550,000 without insurance or approximately 4.1 crore rupees whereas in this hospital it only costs maximum of 80,000 rupees. Also according to hospital data, 53% of their revenue comes from out-of-pocket costs and only 47% of their revenue comes from other means like insurance, government aid and charities. So how does this hospital make profit you may ask? They make profit from margins of volume. Approximately 215 surgeries are carried out in these hospitals every day from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. The surgeons working in this hospital work 70 to 80 hour weeks and because of this the hospital is able to make profit. Now outside India the first branch of this hospital was opened in the Cayman Islands which is a one hour plane ride away from the city of Miami in the United States of America. Now India has become a major destination for medical tourism. So what does medical tourism mean you may ask. Medical tourism refers to the influx of visitors to a certain country who have visited that country for the sole purpose of getting medical treatment and like I mentioned before India has very good private hospitals which charge much less for major surgeries than hospitals around the world do. So this is my comparison of the healthcare systems in the United Kingdom, the United States of America and India. 
all of these systems have their own pros and cons but if we had to decide at the end of it which was the best in my personal opinion the healthcare system in the united kingdom is the best and that is a model that all countries should look at to adopt because at the end of the day you do want everybody around you to have access to quality healthcare regardless of their financial position so this is it for the episode number 2 of the anything and everything show i have episodes like this coming out for you every 10 days i hope you enjoy my content thank you so much for tuning in and i'm always open for feedback i hope you tune in again next time with another episode of the anything and everything show this is your host ali sadik signing off Thank you.